and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that gives you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm Adam. I'm John. And today we have got a top 10 episode, or should I say a top 10 episode. Oh, that was a really bad accent. <laughs> that didn't sound like him at all. Not even close. Oh, that was... <laughs> it didn't even sound like a bad no, impression. No, that... <laughs> We are going to do a top 10 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie episode. Specifically movies from the 80s and 90s. Yes, specifically movies from the 80s and 90s. I don't know why, because (laughs) I am a huge, huge fan of a movie called Pumping Iron that came out in the 70s, and John doesn't want to include it on this list for some (laughs) fucking reason. I don't know why. Can you please tell us why you are specifically... Not allowing me to choose Pumping Iron. Because it's more... Isn't that more of a documentary? Yeah, it's like a... It's, well, docudrama is really what it is. Because some of the stuff is kind of fake, actually. Oh. Well, I guess you can add it in if you can if you want to. No, I'm not going to. Because I already made my list. Okay, fine. But I, maybe I'll tell you where it would fit. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, we Anyway, so as John said, we are going to do Arnold Schwarzenegger's... Uh, top 10 movies, our favorites. I'm sure, I mean, there's, I don't know, maybe he's he's only made like probably 20 good ones from, <laughs> it, maybe not even 20 good ones, that's not even right, uh, from the 80s and 90s. So I am sure our lists are going to be almost the exact same movies, just in different orders. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Probably. So anyway, should be fun. Um, but I am a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. I have been pretty much since high school. Once I kind of just started like really getting into movies and I started getting into like weightlifting as well and just kind of all the testosterone was flowing, I realized Arnold was like a god. He wasn't just a man. He wasn't just a myth or a legend. He was a god. Didn't you used to go out in college and celebrate his birthday? (laughs) Yeah, I did with friends in college. We, uh, yes, we used to call each other and say happy Arnold Day, and uh, we would go out and get drinks, and it was a fantastic time in my life. See, I didn't have any cool friends like that where we could <laughs> celebrate someone else's random birthday and go do random things. Yes. Uh, even at one point, you know how you know you make a, some people make a bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger or just a, a, a bunch of fake celebrity like Facebook profiles sure at one point my buddy made an arnold one and i was married to him or he's at least we we're in at least in a relationship or was, something this, like was this on facebook it was, or, yeah just or on, on Face- uh, was, oh god what was the other one myspace, MySpace. no yeah it was on facebook <laughs> way back in the face it might have been back back in the day before they even like had uh you know like the, the high school no it was probably once they opened it up never mind it was uh, way back in the day though but yes yeah. it was on facebook so yeah uh any of my friends who are listening to this, they know I'm an Arnold file. Uh, I used to have a whole bunch of movie posters before my wife was like, yeah, those aren't moving with us uh, one time. <laughs> and so I used to have a whole bunch of just like movie posters. And I always, always would keep my Arnold Terminator 1, Terminator 2 posters above the TV. That's mm-hmm. where they lived <laughs> until until I got married. You know, God damn it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was worth it thinking about it. You know, I miss those Arnold posters. I don't know. My wife put all of my posters up, but my posters were all of like classic art. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants, with your classic art that I got for like $7 at Michaels. <laughs> there you go. 
All right, so... It was my attempt in college to sort of class up (laughs) the place we lived in. Very nice. So, okay. I mean, top ten Arnold movies from the 80s and 90s. We, uh... We don't really have much more other prep other than to just let's let's get in there yeah. and let's uh, let's get hopefully get some awesome one-liners cut in. How about we go uh, you, then me, then you, then me? Okay. Back and forth. All right. Um, so, my, oh gosh, for my number 10, it could there could have been a lot of ones that could have made number 10. I actually had, the number mm-hmm. 10 was the one I had the hardest time. Normally, I kind of work backwards from 10 to 1 mm-hmm. when I make my list, but this one, I knew pretty much it was easy <laughs> to go from 1 down. Yeah. So, um, I settled on a movie that, oh gosh, I have not seen this movie in probably... 15 years or more but i do remember liking it when i saw it um there's a lot of good things in it um there's nothing like crazy in it there's no like i can't think of any lines from the movie Mm. Um, i can remember a few scenes and the one i remember is a scene where someone has this weird sniper rifle with like this x-ray technology where he's following someone through. <laughs> yes. And that's about as much as I that's remember it. from it. Oh. Uh, but I do remember... Well, it's, um, it's almost like a, like an energy gun, really. Yeah. It pulsates, like, it goes, like, through fucking walls. Yeah. I know exactly, obviously, immediately what you're talking about. There is a fantastic line from this movie. Okay. Uh, where he shoots an alligator in the face, and he says... Your luggage. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, it's good shit. Hopefully, I'm thinking of the right movie. Yeah. Uh, also starred Vanessa Williams. Yes. Uh, and that is the movie Eraser. Eraser is my number ten. Yep. That's that's it. I gotta hand it to you, Danny boy. That was a brilliant piece of work you did back there. What are you talking about? The, the van. It was beautiful. I mean, it was clean. It was swift. You had hundreds of witnesses to say we were never near it. I like your style. You know, you remind me of me. Wait a minute, I thought you set that up. What are you, didn't, didn't you just... What the hell's going on up there? What the hell's going on? What is it? Hey! Hello. you yeah you've just been erased I do I thought about maybe making it last action hero just out of sort of fun yeah it's not really a great movie no, it's not. I mean, it's better than some of his other stuff that certainly didn't make our, make our list. Uh, I like certainly wasn't going way. to. Yes, and I wasn't uh, going to make Junior. No. Oh God, <laughs> on no. The list. Um, I did. I'm gonna. Uh, I did consider putting the movie Dave on here. 
because he made a cameo in it, but that doesn't oh. seem like it's an it's not an Arnold was like, movie. Was it the the Kevin Klein? It's the Kevin Klein movie. Yeah, it's he's a like the president. Great, or it's like, a he it, he plays as somebody who swaps as the president. the president. Yeah, it's a great movie, but he's not the star. No, of it. yeah, I mean, he, yeah. and he plays himself. We weren't we're not doing cameos. If yeah. we were doing like in, just included cameos, then you know I would definitely would have added some other stuff or him even like smaller parts. I probably would have allowed some stuff, but. No, yeah, I, I thought when I think of like you know, I I chose very Arnold movies. Yeah, so. same. All right, so that was my number ten. Okay, all right, not bad. We'll have to see if that one made my list or not. Um, my number ten, I guarantee, is going to be higher on your list. Okay, it's actually a movie that we have talked about before, and it's not even Arnold's movie. He's not the star of it. He is a supporting character, but really, it's an Arnold movie. When I think about it. <laughs> It's a fucking He's Arnold what movie. sold the movie. Yes, absolutely. He sold it. He is what attracts me to it. I mean, I really like <clears throat> Bridget Nielsen in it. Mm-hmm. She's solid. Uh, I really like... Um, who's that kid? Er, I really like um, Ernie, Ernie, Ernie Reyes Ernie Ernie Jr. Jr. He's adorable in it. Hilarious. I mean, you go and listen to our episode. We talk yeah. all about it. But for me, Red Sonja... And rewatching it, you kind of realize it. Like, <laughs> because we saw it not that long ago... Yeah. It probably dropped a couple of spots because I realized, oh, this isn't all that great. Oh, it went up some spots <laughs> on my list. Okay. I still love that movie. Yeah, so for me, my number 10 is Red Sonja. All right. If you yield only to a conqueror, then prepare to be conquered, little Sonja. Don't be a fool. I don't want to kill you. Try it. Come on. Keep it down over there. We're trying to sleep. I'm just happy it made your list. Yeah, well, it's good. I mean, I, I grew up with it. I definitely loved it as a kid. All right. So I guess we go to number nine? Yeah. Uh, my number nine is, again, a movie. I actually saw this not that long ago. It was on TV. And I don't know. I actually had a hard time going back to watch this. I don't know. I, I was just kind of bored with it. Maybe it's, I don't think it's his, one of his better ones. It definitely has some of his most quoted lines mm-hmm. come from this movie and it's still cute in its own way but I, I've had a hard time I don't think it's held up as much as I wanted it to some of the other ones mm-hmm. um, and that's Kindergarten Cop now we're going to do something extremely fun we're going to play a wonderful game called who is my daddy and what does he do yes is your daddy a fireman he's probably big is he a wrestler is he a basketball coach? No, 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 no. What's the matter? Oh, I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it's held up as, as much as I wanted it See, to. I watched it like two years ago, and I thought it did hold up. So, okay. yeah, you'll hear, you'll definitely hear from this again. But, yeah, there's some fantastic lines and ones that, you know, we'll, we got to call out right now. Like, I think one of his best lines of, it's not a tumor. Right. That's a great line. Love that one. Um, 
Gosh, I've heard that line so many times. It was, <laughs> it was. This is gonna sound weird. It was sort of co-opted by the marching band community, hmm. because in marching band there's an instrument called a sousaphone, which is basically a tuba, but is technically not a tuba. Yeah, it was uh, invented by John Sousaphone. <laughs> right? Well, John Phillips. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, John Phillips sousaphone. Uh, uh, so. The joke became, during marching band, when somebody told it a tuba, you'd say, it's not a tuba. It's not a tuba. Got it. That's right. Yes. All right. That's my number nine. Okay. Uh, You'll definitely hear from that one again from me, but just how high up will it be? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was cute. Anyway. I'm going to have to put, like, a lot of clips in this. (laughs) My number nine, I think, is going to shock the hell out of some people. As to why it's so low on my count. Uh, this is a movie that I think a lot of people think might be Arnold's best movie. Or at least, maybe, at least in his top three. For me, I think it might be a little overrated. I think it's an absolutely fantastic film. But as an Arnold film, I don't know. It's just maybe because I like the sequel a lot better. But for me, the original Terminator... I like it, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I love almost every other Arnold movie. Like for me, nine and ten are like, oh, I like them. But then pretty much all the other ones, I'm like, <laughs> I fucking adore. Right. Uh, and so there's a clear line that for me, Terminator is just not as good as a lot of the other ones. And so I've dropped it all the way down to number nine. Even though you get some amazing, like you know, the start. I wouldn't say like his best lines of I'll be back are from that movie Mm -hmm. but that's where you get it initially I'm a friend of Sarah Connor I was told that she's here could I see her please no can't see her she's making a statement where is she look it may take a while I want to wait there's a bench over there I'll be back Yeah, I think it's going to surprise people that that's all the way down for nine for me. Adam, I am shocked. Yeah. Mm. I am shocked uh, because it didn't actually even make my list. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's a shock. That's a big surprise that it didn't even make it. Eraser made your list and yeah. Terminator didn't. That's I. Wow. I, I don't think it held up as, as, as well. I do think it's a little overrated. I, I mean, as a movie, it's yeah, it's good and it, it definitely helped change like the sci-fi action genre. Right. But... Not nearly as I, much as others. I don't go back and rewatch oh, that movie no. at all. No, at I do all. with a lo- every other one on this list. Pretty much, much, yeah, yeah. Except for obviously Racer because I haven't seen it in a while. But I still, <laughs> yeah. I still, I still held it in higher regards than to put it Terminator. Yeah. Okay, and that's just it's just simply because, and maybe because like you, I think I put the sequel a little mm. bit higher on the list, and I didn't want to put both of them on the list. Oh, okay. But still, like, I mean, honestly. If, if you gave me a choice of watching some of these, I'd probably choose them over Terminator most of the time. Yeah. All right. Okay. Does that take us number eight? Yeah, number eight. All right. Uh, number eight for me is a film that uh, I think when I saw the trailer for, um, I didn't think it was really going to be anything special. 
just another Arnold action film, but I think it turned out to be something that was slightly different, and I think is one of his more critically acclaimed ones. I think I don't. You don't hear critical acclaim. <laughs> I didn't with say Arnold. it was completely. Crit- I just yeah. said more critically acclaimed um, than than some of his other films, and it, it it was kind of surprising. There's there's humor in it in a way that's slightly different from mm-hmm. other Arnold films. And, I don't know, it makes it stand out a little bit. And my number eight is True Lies. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Uh, that is another a James Cameron movie. So he worked with James Cameron on multiple films. Uh-huh. And this is uh, one of those. And, yeah, it's it's a good one. You'll you'll probably hear from it again. Um, but, yeah, you get some, some solid-ass lines, actually, from that one as well, uh, including when he kills the main bad guy. He shoots him with a missile, and he says, You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> he shoots him with a missile. See, because the missile fires at him. It's funny. God damn it. And the guy shoots out like a window and explodes in the air. It's, it's good. It's good. So It is a good movie. Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll very likely come back to that one. Um, but uh, my number eight is a film that really kind of that takes the concept of the odd couple two extremes it is one of those arnold comedies that he did in the early 90s maybe it was late 80s actually and it is funny it's damn good um you know tonight is your night bro tonight tonight is your night bro tonight is your night bro tonight is your night bro yeah it's your night bro oh yeah bro you're gonna do it you're gonna cut it it's gonna come you're to making me nervous and I know you enjoy this film. It's one that I think will probably be coming up at some point up here. But uh, I really like the dynamic between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito in Twins. And it's funny. Like, for me, that, like, as I mentioned before, there's, like a, there's a clear line between 8 <laughs> right. and, and like, the ones after it. Yeah. And I love 8 and up. Um, and so those were the ones I was kind of having the most trouble with, but yeah, I really, really appreciate twins. And uh, so that's my, that's my number eight. I had a huge crush on Kelly Preston. Oh God. Yes. Movie. Oh my gosh. She was so pretty. No, she looked, she looked really good. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and as we are, as we're two guys, we obviously <laughs> we crush on them and, uh, Kelly Preston. Absolutely. She is very attractive in that movie. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the whole, it, it, the whole odd couple thing does work in it and mm-hmm. it's. You know, I there's not a, too many Danny DeVito movies that I particularly love. Yeah, um, and it's not that I don't like him as an actor. I, I like a lot of the stuff he does. It's just I don't know some of the movie season I just don't particularly particularly care for. Um, but I love this one. I love it so much that it's actually my number seven. Number seven. <laughs> okay. So tying so, that in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much for everything you said, it's really funny and. I don't know. I've always loved it. Yeah. There's a lot of cool fun scenes, you know, where he's driving the car up on the on the two yeah, wheels so in the yeah. parking lot when he doesn't know how to drive. I I'm picturing so many different scenes of from this movie in my head, I'm just having a hard time kind of like quantifying where I wanna if I wanna say anything about it, but the scene where he's he rips his art shirt. Yeah. The obligatory shirtless Arnold uh scene where he, he rips his sleeve and so he's in the 
grocery store and realizes he's done it and takes his shirt off in the yes. middle of the aisle. Yeah, and he looks huge. Sorry I tore your shirt, Vincent. I don't know what happened. Julius. What? What are you, are you allergic to something? No. Don't wear these bumps all over your body. And you're all swelled up. You look like you're ready to explode. <laughs> yeah, put this shirt on. There are women and children present. And your back. It's worse than the front. It's like North Dakota. You're so funny, Vincent. He has the, the shirt, the bad to the bone shirt. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, it's also got those aspects of, you know, because he was like this perfect specimen who was like put on this island with scientists and he's like a, you know, perfect being. And so you get a little bit of like fish out of water right. with him like in regular society and he's eating and he's uh, eating food out of, out of a microwave and he has to nuke it. And like <laughs> you get just silly shit yeah. that, you know, Danny DeVito being kind of like the, the grungy twin right um you know he kind of lived out in society and he you know it's all normal to him but it's it's humorous because yeah. you get this big oafish kind of guy who is also super smart and other things yes um that he and you know, he's and out, you he's find out, out of water and you find out that people did things that were highly unethical <laughs> yes like they put all of this good stuff into arnold and they're <laughs> like we put all the shit into you yeah. what doctor would bother with that <laughs> well he was kind of like the uh I don't know, like the toxic waste, if you will. <laughs> yeah, but kinda... why would you bother even putting the toxic waste into a baby? I don't know. First of all, it's completely unethical that they're doing any experiments on humans to begin with. But... Yeah. And, and what? And what mother would? Yeah. Uh... Uh, that one mother. Yeah. <laughs> what mother would uh, agree the... to this? And the mother, yeah, Bonnie Bartlett. I, I've seen her in so many things. I just can't remember everything that she's been in. But a lot of stuff from the eighties. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what I remember most from. Uh, but yeah, that's a good choice. And funny enough, John. Uh, so we'll move on. So we're so on to my number seven. Your number eight is my number seven. Like my number eight was your number seven. Oh, there we uh, go. I had True Lies as my number seven. Okay. So uh, I like True Lies. You talked about Kelly Preston. Uh, without question, when you watch True Lies, it's impossible not to see something with Jamie Lee Curtis and that dance scene. And we all know what I'm talking about. If you are, you know, a male or whatever, if you are interested in females, that scene is something that I probably, for a while, I probably memorized what scene number it was on the DVD. (laughs) So I could just skip to it very quickly when I was in uh, high school, I would say. You know, kind of like that scene in Wild Things where you just you just know where it is. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's at forty six minutes and fourteen seconds. Like you just know where the, like the wild scene scenes it, are. Is it at forty six minutes? No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but like same kind of thing where that Jamie Lee Curtis uh, scene is where he's yeah. pretending to be like this other businessman and and she's doing a striptease for it. And uh, God damn, it's hot. And I can't help but say that yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, but the funny thing about it is how awkward it is. Oh yeah, well this, she she plays it off really fantastically because yeah. she's she's being awkward. She's trying to like have this like recorder going on, but you know she's also playing it off very sexily too. Like she's she's doing all ends of the spectrum where she's uh-huh. this kind of like this housewife who just is like a normal you know plain Jane kind of person. But then you know she's she elevates it to an extent, but yeah, she she does both she's sides thrown of it. into the situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very interesting. But yeah, so true lies. Fun movie. Liked it a lot. That's my number seven. Let's go into six. All right. Uh, my number six is a movie that uh, actually I think a lot of people don't like. I've heard of. I've heard from a lot of people that they don't like this movie, and I think it's uh, horrible. I love it. I love it for its Arnoldness. 
I love it uh, for all of the unrealistic uh, gun shooting that happens, uh, where he takes on like a whole island of people with like two <laughs> machine guns. I think I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. I love uh, Ray Don Chong yeah, in this movie, and I love a young Alyssa Milano yeah. playing the daughter. And I'm, of course, I'm talking about. Oh, and I do love one of the things I, I've actually come to love it even more since I'm an adult is because uh, there's a lot, uh, a lot of the soundtrack uses steel drum music, mm-hmm. and I played in a steel drum band in college for basically five years, and. Uh, this very well-known steel drum composer and player named Andy Norell, who did all of the steel drum work for this movie, um, and I played a lot of Andy Norell pieces over the years. So I, I, that sort of aspect of it kind of makes it a little bit closer to my heart because I love that part the of the steel drum music. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. I, it, once I found out it was Andy Norell doing it, okay. that's sort of, sort of, uh, you know, just makes him a little yeah, bit fonder because I have a fondness for the composer. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So, so my number six is yeah. Commando. Okay, all right. I'm actually a little surprised that it's that low on your list. I thought you liked Commando a little bit more, maybe a little bit more like I did, uh, which I'll talk about. Uh, one really cool thing that I just realized, Commando was, uh, at least in part, written by Jeff Loeb, who Jeff Loeb Mm. is one of my all-time favorite comic book writers. Mm. Uh, He wrote one of my favorite series, uh, The Long Halloween, uh, and then Dark Mm -hmm. Victory, and um, also uh, uh, Haunted Night. But he's a fantastic comic book writer, but he wrote wrote Commando. Uh, Yeah, I definitely appreciate that movie, and we will hear from it again. Oh, excellent. Okay. Uh, Number six for me is a movie that you had already talked about. It's another one of those um, Arnold Schwarzenegger comedies. It's one that I actually hold in quite high regard, obviously. It's one that, I mean, I, I loved this one as a kid. And you get fantastic lines, as you already said, that it's not a tumor. Mm-hmm. You get, drop the gun! Yeah, that's right, drop the gun! Hey, I'm a police officer. This is an arrest. This man is crazy. Look at him. He wants to kill me. You're just going to stand there? Freeze! Oh, jeez. I'm a cop, you idiot. I'm Detective John Kimball. That's another <laughs> one in there. You get just some fantastic humor between him and these kids. Yeah. That just back and forth. And funny enough, I worked one of the first movies I ever worked on when I was out here in uh, Hollywood um, in, in the industry was a, not a great movie called Bigfoot. And it's like a pretty much a ripoff of Harry and the Hendersons. Okay. It kind of is. And the villain from Kindergarten Cop, the bad guy, uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but, um, you know, he looks very smarmy kind of kind of dude. He was in the movie Bigfoot that I that I was the assistant editor on, or actually I was post-production intern. That was before I was even getting paid or any kind of real credit. But he, I could swear, uh, you could just tell he was drunk in every scene. <laughs> I think I think he kind of just passed a point in his career. He's like, I'm not going to give any fucks. And uh, yeah, he just he definitely had that that <laughs> that look. Uh, Richard Tyson. Richard Tyson. Nice. That's right. That's right. Uh, 
Yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of Christa Gar- or of Kindergarten Cop. Um, I like the 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 lead actor. his relationship with that you know that lead actress is very cheesy. I mean, the whole movie is cheesy, but that's what's great about it. Yeah. And you know, he did it in a time where he was making a whole bunch of big action movies too, and so that's what adds to just the the Arnold lore. So yeah. yeah. So my number six is Kindergarten Cop. Excellent. All right, so moving on to. Five. Number five. Number five for me is also a movie we've already talked about oh. on this podcast. And the more and more I go back and watch this movie, the more and more I love it. Um, I love the cheesiness of it. If you really want to hear what I mostly think about it, you can go back and listen to our Running Man episode because I chose the Running Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good. There's some amazing lines in that movie. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Hey, Killian! Here is Sub-Zero, now Plane Zero. Says, uh, come here Christmas tree, when he's talking to <laughs> Dynamo. Yeah. Um, yeah, a whole bunch. There's just tons of lines in that movie. But yeah, you can hear us talk about them if you go back and listen to that. On that if you go back and listen to that uh, Running Man American Gladiators episode. So that's a good call. It's a very good call. Uh, my number five is a movie we haven't talked about yet. Um, and I'm sure it's got to be on your list if it hasn't happened already. But it's a movie I, I kind of keep forgetting about. I forget about it, and then I remember it. <laughs> in fact, I recall it. It's like it's like it's something that was implanted in my brain, and it kind of comes back to me. In fact, it's like a Total Recall, if you will. <laughs> it's the film Total Recall. You got a lot of nerve showing your face around here, Hauser. Look who's talking. Be reasonable. After all, we're married. Consider that a divorce. <laughs> you think this is the real Quaid? It is. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you get some ridiculous stuff in that film, mm-hmm. like uh, Quado, the, <laughs> the thing that comes out of uh, that guy's chest and stomach. Yeah, uh, and then also the three-breasted lady. Yep, um, and the, then Arnold at the end when the air is sucked out of Mars. Yeah. <laughs> his his faces alone. Yeah, that should have. When won he has him. to pull the thing oh. out of his nose. Oh that yeah. Was one. yeah, when he has the fat lady's head on top. That's I mean, one of my favorites. There's the fat so many is. good ones in this. Yeah. So yeah, my number five. Total Recall. Uh, that's a great call because that is my number four. four. <laughs> number four. Okay. There we go. We're seeing a lot of similarities here. Yes. Yeah. I, gosh, every time I go back and watch this movie, I realize how much fun it is and how much I like it. Yeah. I have a feeling our top two are going to be the same, <laughs> just depending on which ones. It's maybe. possible. There's one very sort of well-known Arnold movie from the 80s that has not made an appearance on either of our lists, and I wonder if it's going to be on our I list. I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and I don't think it's going to be on the list. And I, so there's gonna be, there might be some people who completely disagree yeah, with us. Yeah, very likely. And to them I say, I respect your opinion, sir, but get your own fucking podcast. Damn, damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Host your own, and maybe I'll listen, but probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Number four we're on, right? Yeah. Number four is one you've already talked about. Uh, it's a movie that has some absolutely amazing lines. It's so cheesy. It's it's to me it maybe is the epitome of Arnold cheese films <laughs> because it is just oh over the top. It's absolutely ridiculous. He just goes in and he kills everyone and no he doesn't have a scratch on him basically. <laughs> and he saves his little daughter from this guy. <laughs> this guy who is like 
in his you know group of special military people. Uh-huh. But while Arnold looks buff and awesome, the bad guy Sully looks fat and lazy, and like he's wearing like this chainmail. <laughs> he doesn't look good at all. But of course, I'm talking about Commando. And like he doesn't, he doesn't. He look. He looks so badly out of shape that like there's no way he could he could stand up to uh, to Matrix in Commando. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I love Commando. One of my favorite lines is when he's holding Sully. Uh, uh, you know, he's got his like you know Porsche pretty much crashed, and he's holding him over this oh, okay. cliff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he says, Sully. "I was thinking, I was thinking of the other bad guy. Oh, Bill Duke, uh, like the big black guy." No, 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 I was thinking of Vernon Wells, the guy he fights at the very end. Oh, Bennett. Bennett, yeah. Who's Sully? Oh, no, Sully's a little... Okay, I need to go back and say okay. all of that shit. Or no, I don't need to say all of that. Uh, my bad. I, I said Sully, I meant Bennett. Bennett, okay. Yeah, he's the one who's way out of shape. Okay, yeah, But anyway, yeah, yeah. so he's holding... Uh, at one point, he's holding Sully... Yes. ...over the cliff, and he says... Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's right, Major. You did. I lied. And he drops him off the cliff. It's fucking great. But yeah, sorry, Bennett was the one who has okay. the really big gut in the chainmail. Okay. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, but you also get uh, Bill Duke in this movie, who's another like big dude that uh, uh-huh. Arnold ends up you know fighting. He's not particularly in shape, but I like him a lot. He's, he's, he's a great character actor. Yes. And yeah, he, he might play a prominent role in another Arnold movie <laughs> that I'm sure we'll both be talking about. Yes, we will. So, uh, okay. So that was my number four. Uh, my number three... Was your number 10, Red Sonja. Whoa! Okay. I love Red Sonja. Okay. I love it a lot, and I just... It, it, this For this movie, it is much more of a nostalgia mm-hmm. love for it than it is uh, anything else. <laughs> Why are you so shocked? I'm saying, wow, because I'm realizing that that means one of these three movies that should definitely be on your list of top 10s is not going to be on there. And I'm like, holy shit, which one is it? Uh, but yeah, no. So you have Red, <laughs> Red Yeah, Sony. Red Sony is my uh, my number three. And again, it's much more of a nostalgic love because I yeah. loved that movie when we were kids. And I still go back to it and watch it from time to time. And it helps that my wife loves watching it with me. Mm-hmm. So then I can go back. I don't feel like I have to go back and watch it by myself. Yeah. She'll watch it with me. It's it's enjoyable. It's, it is. It's It's funny. It's got a lot of stuff and... I I choose to believe that uh, Kalidor is just a traveling name for Conan. Yeah. Just because I like the idea of it being all in the same universe. Yeah. It makes sense. But uh, I I had this theory that I cooked up the other day because we were watching Willow. Mm. And I was my I had an idea. What if Mad Martigan? What What if those are all? What if all those movies are in the same world? Mm, okay. The same universe. I see that. I mean, yeah, because they have very similar lores to yeah. them. Well, and, and it could be a big world. There could yeah. be, and it could be different times. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, tons of different heroes. We have tons from like. What know. if the baby in Willow grows up to be Red Sonia? <laughs> because they're both redheads. My head is gone. Yeah, that's all you need. You have one, two redheads in a movie. They have to be the same person. <laughs> they have to be the same person. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have more than one redhead in the world ever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I like the. I like that. Theory. I like I like fan theories and shit, so that's cool. <laughs> All right. That was a good number three. Well, that was an interesting number three. You like it. I know you love that movie. I'm a little surprised it was all the way up in number three, but okay. Uh, my number three is one you have talked about already, and that one is a movie that we both talked about already. I absolutely adore it. 
Running Man. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Richard Dawson plays a really good villain. Like, I'm surprised. Well, because granted, he was always kind of a sleazy dick. I've, he just seems like he's playing himself. <laughs> yeah, but he, he plays a villain well. I yeah. mean, I guess he is a villain. I don't know. But I, it worked out really well, in my opinion. So I love Running Man. Fantastic lines. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You get, I mean, you're getting all those different gladiators, you know, basically. Right. Um, or the, the, what do they call them in that movie? Stalkers. Stalkers, that's right. Okay. Yes. Uh, they, they're just, they have a lot of flair. Even like, you get like Jesse Ventura and who will probably come back and play another part in this discussion as well. But, um, Jim Brown does a good job. Like, I really like Running Man. So, yeah, that is my number three Arnold movie of all time. Well, not of all time. Mm-hmm. Actually, Running Running Man would probably be... It would probably stick at number three. If I had to put Pumping Iron in here, Pumping Iron would probably be number four and bump everything down a, a notch. Oh, okay. If I, had to, if I had to pick that. All right. Uh, my number two mm-hmm. is aptly named because it has two in the title. Mm. It is... Quite possibly, no, not possibly. It is the greatest Terminator movie ever made. Oh yeah, ever, ever made. I I I like that they found a way. Obviously, they wanted Arnold to be the star, but they, you know, at this point, he's by the time they made this one, he's big enough that I, you know, he wants to be the good guy. Mm -hmm. So I thought they they came up with a very creative way of making him the good guy, while still having the same abilities as he had in the first movie. Um, I loved. Um, oh, Robert name? Patrick. Yeah, I love Robert Patrick. Yeah, that he just has that stare, the stare, you know, just him staring at you like that, just just creepy beyond belief. He, as good as Arnold was, you know, as this menacing force <clears throat> in the original Terminator. Yeah, Robert Patrick took it to a whole nother fucking level. Yeah, and the way that they wrote that character and to be, he could have been anything he wanted. Yeah, and he looked. So villainous. He yeah. he is one of my favorites. And it's great villains. because he doesn't have to look like he's jacked. No. He doesn't have to look like he could beat you up. He could be anything. Yeah. And that in itself is what's scary about it. And just the, oh, it's, it's got to be one of the greatest movie villains of all time. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be one of them. I, I would probably put him in my top ten of movie villains of all time. Yeah. Any genre. Yeah, very possible. Ever. Yeah, he, he's... <clears throat> Very likely, you know, he's at least top twenty, at least top twenty. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that's uh, that's damn good. He's a yeah. damn good villain, and I one hundred percent agree with you. Terminator Two is the second best Arnold movie, <laughs> period. Uh, yeah. And because we both had it there, like that's a fact. Then I think yeah. everyone knows that Terminator Two is a fact that mm-hmm. it's the number two Arnold movie, period. Yeah. Boom. Done. Hasta la vista, baby. So I'm guessing that our number one is the exact same. <laughs> yes, it has to be. So before we get to that, one movie, I think you'd already brought it up, that neither of us discussed, which is crazy, I think, for a lot of people, yeah. is Conan the Barbarian. Yes. Neither of us had Conan in our top ten. No. It was just never a movie I attached to. It's I've seen it. I mean, I appreciate it. But it's a little, it's a little earlier in his career. Yeah. He's not as good in it. Yeah. The movie itself, you go back and watch it. It's just, it's not as good as some of his other stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but it's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, okay, I'm gonna throw out just a couple other ones that there's no way they're gonna be our number one. We all know, <laughs> we all, I think most people can figure out what number one is. Yeah. Um, but 
You know, there's Batman and Robin, which a lot of people <laughs> laugh at. And yeah, it's a stupid movie. It's full of cheese. But like, I, I don't want to say I like that movie. I don't. I like. I really like Batman Forever. At least I did when I was a kid. Yeah. And then Batman and Robin, I didn't really like all that much. Um, but I don't think yeah. I've seen Batman and Robin since I saw it in yeah. the theater. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense for most people. Um, Last Action Hero is another one that I, neither of us, I think, picked. I'm assuming that, unless you're going to surprise me with this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already said in junior. But no, neither of us picked Red Heat or Raw Deal, either. No, the, neither of those were movies I watched. Yeah, neither of them are great. I mean, they're <laughs> definitely not. So, uh, All right. So... We know what our number one is. Yeah. Let's just talk about Predator for a second. You I assume son of a bitch. Yes. Dylan! You son of a bitch. Dylan, you son of a bitch. The, the greatest, like, just... We're doing it. Come on, John. Yeah. We're trying... We're, we don't... Arms don't look as good as... <laughs> as, uh, as Arnold and... Oh, God. Why can't I remember his Carl name? Weathers. It's Carl Weathers. Thank you. Um, yeah, they, that is like one of the best, like greeting hand handshakes or whatever yeah. in movie hi- history. Maybe besides like the Top Gun high five. Yes, like that's probably number one, and this right. is number two. Yeah, <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. Um, oh my gosh, so many good lines in this movie. The and the movie itself is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the story is great. the The villain looks cool. Yeah, you know all the good things you want in a in an eighties action movie. Great one-liners. I mean, yeah. How many times have you heard? Go! Get to the chopper! Like with no context. Yeah. Just get to the <laughs> yeah. chopper. Yeah, I love that one. I always, I say, I mean, at least maybe I think about. It. I always go, do it, do it. Come on, kill me. I'm here. Come on, do it now. Kill me. At least think about it a lot. Oh my uh, gosh. There's, <laughs> there's so, so many, many good, good things. There's so many things I want to say about this movie, well, and I almost want to save it yeah, for, for when we all eventually, we'll eventually do this. Is because it? there's yeah. so many. I've, I mean, I love this movie so much. I've seen documentaries on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen interviews about this this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. So yeah. I this there was no question at any point that when I we yeah. decided to do this, Easy. That, that was going to be my number yep. one. I I mean I for a second debated if it was like well is Terminator two better than Predator and then like it's like no nah. which one do you go back and watch? Yeah, more? I definitely watch Predator more, and even though like but even though you know he is a big part of Terminator, you know that Sarah Connor is she steals a lot of the show oh, on yeah, that yeah. movie. You know Linda, Linda She's Hamilton. A, Amazing does a fantastic job. Yeah. And Predator has a great ensemble to uh-huh. it. Like, Carl Weathers, fantastic. Bill Duke, fantastic. Jesse Ventura. Um, Billy, I can't remember, the the native actor. Yeah. Uh, he, they're All of them are fantastic. But it's an Arnold movie. Yeah. They all play second fiddle without question. And it, it's like, it's the epitome of an Arnold movie. You know, he's taking on this alien that can just have its way with his entire fucking special forces unit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like insurmountable thing. You know, it's David and Goliath, but the thing is Arnold's a beast and he's yeah. David. And it's yeah. just like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. So uh, it's yeah. a great way for them to find a foil for someone who was already like the mm-hmm. biggest guy on the planet. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. I, I mean, I've got to, I want to mention, I mean, for me, there are four, the four greatest action movies of all time. Okay. And maybe things, you know, maybe some other people put newer ones in there, but I don't think so. For me, I always find it funny. The top four 
action movies of all time only have two different directors and they do have th- but three different main stars and it's predator terminator 2 and this isn't in a specific order but right. predator terminator 2 aliens and die hard yeah those to me are the four best action movies and they all came like in a period of between like of under 10 years apart between like from yeah uh, all of them um and they're just absolutely fantastic john mctiernan directed predator right he also directed die hard right and then james cameron directed terminator 2 and aliens yeah and so it's just like those those <laughs> that group of people yeah oh i, I just love them man <laughs> just love them i mean yeah aliens is a, is a movie we'll get to i mean yeah. as well but yeah, Predator. Fucking Predator. Great choice. Oh, have you ever seen the uh, Predator the Musical on YouTube? No. Go watch it. <laughs> it is ridiculously silly, and I know you'll appreciate it. But yeah, it's just this movie. I can't talk. I want, yeah, right. We got to save some shit for when we <laughs> well, do we this film. Talk about because this. Now we're going to have to put it on the list it's so good. somewhere soon. It's so good. Because <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about it. Yeah. All right. That sounds awesome. All right. And that was our top 10 Arnold Schwarzenegger's 80s and 90s movies. Please join us next time for a Girl Power episode as we break down the 1984 movie Supergirl, talk about the 80s cartoon series She-Ra, and we cast our version of a She-Ra movie. If you want to contact us, you can reach us at blastfromourpath at gmail.com or find us on most social media at at blastpastcast. And if you want a chance to suggest a movie or maybe even be on the podcast, you can now check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye.